0: The Navy has reported that a lot of its pilots have seen unidentified flying objects. And if you're tackling that as a CIA director or someone who works there, what is it you would sift through and interpret? How would that go? Well, I've seen some of those videos from Navy pilots, and I must tell you that they are quite eyebrow-raising when you look at them. And You try to ensure that you have as much data as possible in terms of visuals, also different types of maybe technical collection of sensors that you have at the time. But then you also, I believe, it's important to reach out into other environments and find out. Well, were there any type of weather phenomena at that time that might have, in fact, created the uh, the appearance of the phenomenon that you're looking at? Were there some things that were happening sort of on the ground or other types of phenomena that again could help explain what seems to be you know quite a mystery as far as what it is there. But I think it important thing for analysts to do is not to go into this type of challenge, either discounting certain types of possibilities or believing in advance that it is likely X, Y, or Z. You really have to approach it with an open mind to get as much data as possible and get as much expertise as possible brought to bear.
1: voice of ex director John Brennan uh, talking to Tyler Cowen on his podcast, Conversations with Tyler, about UFOs. Suddenly, UFOs are hot. I'm seeing articles about UFOs well, ever since uh, these Navy uh, videos surfaced. But even before that, I feel like UFOs were hot, but now they're really hot. Uh, and Chris Carter, the creator of the X-Files, had an article in uh, the New York Times this weekend about his lifelong obsession with UFOs and wanting to believe and why he still doesn't trust the government uh, even when they're saying that that perhaps UFOs exist uh, he still thinks that uh, that they would never tell us the truth about that subject uh, so I thought it'd be fun to feature music inspired by UFOs since it is a hot topic and seems like a lot of fun right we're hearing wonderful music from Michael Doherty from his piece UFO that's the third movement flying. I'll return and play more of that work later on in the program. Uh, it was the obvious perfect opener. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead. You know, there isn't actually that much music out there that I could find inspired specifically by UFOs. Uh, if you know of other works, let me know. I'm too late for the show, but, <laughs> but I'm always interested. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe there's an opportunity for composers. If you uh, you know If you believe or you want to believe in UFOs, and you're a composer. Well, there are very few pieces out there inspired by UFOs. So get moving. Um, I will. Uh, let's actually let's go ahead and start with the Michael Doherty. Let's play some more of this. So this is a five movement work. It was originally a percussion concerto for orchestra, uh, featuring the wonderful Evelyn Glennie. And then he arranged it as he does with so much of his music for uh, wind band. And so that's the arrangement that I have. As far as I know, the, uh, there is no commercial recording that I can use for the, uh, the, the uh, concerto, the orchestra version of the concerto. So what I'm gonna use is this great recording from the album called UFO, uh, music of Michael Doherty, And this features the North Texas Wind Symphony. Uh, again, uh, Evelyn Glennie, the, the amazing percussionist. And the conductor is Eugene Miliaro corporan um, So it's in five works, uh, five works. It's in five movements, traveling music, unidentified, flying, just three question marks for movement four, and the last movement, objects. So the words unidentified flying objects are in the movements of the uh, title for the work. So let's go ahead and hear the first movement, how this piece opens traveling music. That's the first movement of UFO by Michael Doherty. It's called traveling music. And if you're wondering what some of those sounds are, according to Doherty's website, he says the soloist is instructed to perform on a water phone and mechanical siren. The soloist here being the great Evelyn Glennie, performing with the North Texas Wind Symphony, led by Eugene Miliaro Corporin. I wanna read the program notes here. Doherty says the concerto is inspired by the unidentified flying objects that have become an obsession in American popular culture. The soloist is introduced as an alien arriving unexpectedly and playing mysterious percussion instruments in unfamiliar ways. The three major sections of the composition are entitled Unidentified, Flying, and Objects. There are also two brief interludes entitled Traveling Music and Three Question Marks, during which the percussion soloist moves through the audience and around the stage while performing sleight-of-hand improvisations that may leave the listener wondering, is this another UFO sighting?" I love it, great, <laughs> great, great idea for a piece. Uh, UFOs are an obsession in American popular culture. Well, they certainly were when uh, The X-Files was on, when I was in college, and then I feel like not so much. And then again, lately, I'm hearing all about UFOs. Let's go back to the second movement now of this piece by Michael Doherty. This one is called Unidentified. We're gonna hear Evelyn Glennie here performing on xylophone, ice cymbal, crasher, slasher, break drum, spring or other trash instruments, earth plate, cymbal disc, and Chinese gong.
0: We have tackled many strange stories on 60 Minutes, but perhaps none like this. It's the story of the U.S. government's grudging acknowledgement of Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAP, more commonly known as UFOs. After decades of public denial, the Pentagon now admits there's something out there, and the U.S. Senate wants to know what it is.
1: I couldn't resist another drop in uh that's bill whitaker's somewhat overheated report on 60 minutes from last month about uh uaps Uh, i don't know if that's gonna (laughs) if that's gonna ever catch on about ufos uh yeah i wonder when that report uh, will hit congress i'll be very curious to see that what are these things that we're seeing uh prior to that we heard movement two unidentified from UFO by Michael Doherty again, Evelyn Glennie on percussion and Eugene Miliaro corporan leading the North Texas Wind Symphony. Let's go a totally different direction here, completely different direction. This uh, piece by Doherty, I think, is humans uh, experiencing UFOs, and and these strange sounds are because the uh, UFOs are strange to us. There's a piece by Catherine Young called UFO. I'm sorry, Inside UFO fifty three thirty two. That is different. I think, uh, and I don't know because uh, I've never talked to uh, Katie about this piece. I'm, I'm curious, uh, but I, it seems to me that if you're if you're inside the UFO. Uh, and you're not freaking out, you're probably one of the aliens, in which case the sounds that you hear are not strange, right? They're part of your culture. This might be the way that uh, you express yourself. This might be the sounds that are coming from your fellow uh, aliens, as, as we would think of them. Could be the sounds coming from the ship, but these would be perhaps normal sounds. Uh, for us humans, the sounds that Catherine Young has come up with are not all that normal. There are a lot of extended techniques in uh, the strings in string quartet and she alternates passages that are written with passages where they can express themselves. They can improvise based on what she's got in the score. The performance I have here is a live performance from the Wasteland concert series in Los Angeles and it is the Formalist Quartet. Let's hear them perform Catherine Young's Inside UFO 5332.
2: Thank you. Hey
1: That's music by Katherine Young, Inside UFO 5332, the Formless Quartet performing on a live concert, part of the Wasteland Concert Series in Los Angeles, that being from May 4th, 2019. The last piece I wanna play isn't about a UFO necessarily, it's about a spaceship. Uh, It's from Philip Glass's opera, Einstein on the Beach. And maybe it's been a while since you've listened to Einstein. It's certainly been a while for me. It's always been a bit much, uh, kind of the sonic equivalent of... uh, a strobe light or something in many respects uh, but wow in 1976 it completely revolutionized opera certainly american opera when, when the met uh, produced it at any rate uh, there, there is no real plot the uh, einstein is, is not in the opera there's no beach in the opera <laughs> um, there are several different elements scenic elements uh, there's a train that keeps turning into other things at the end of the opera it turns into a spaceship and there is this just incredible Uh, sequence of music and so I'm going to go out with that. This is the uh, the spaceship scene, the finale of Einstein on the Beach by Philip Glass. Love him or hate him, you always know him when you hear him. That's music of Philip Glass, Spaceship, from Einstein on the Beach. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I saw Akhenaten not that long ago, right before COVID, and uh, it's uh, pretty fascinating how many times he can repeat things. <laughs> we certainly hear it in Spaceship. At any rate, that's my show, inspired by UFOs. I, like you, will be eagerly awaiting that report to Congress to find out if these things are real and if we're going to have some alien visitors. Which would be pretty exciting. Relevant Tones is produced by Access Contemporary Music, a nonprofit organization with the mission of bringing musical creativity to life every day. Find out more at acmusic.org. For Relevant Tones, I'm Seth Bosted. Thanks so much for listening.